0: Hi, this is Freddie Spencer reporting after the Czech Grand Prix at Brno. Now before we get into the race weekend, I want to talk about a rider that passed away this week, Angel Nieto. Angel was a great world champion, 13 world titles, over 16 years of racing at the world level. That's an incredible feat in itself. But he certainly was an inspiration on and off the track for so many young riders from Spain, of course, and the influence he had there, the fact that after he retired from racing, he got into race management, race team management, and so the support and inspiration he was for so many young riders in Spain, as well as around the world, was incredible. Now, I had the privilege of getting to see him win races and his last three world titles when I came over in 1982. In 82, 83, and 84, he won... The 125cc World Championship, and and it was amazing to watch him the way he would manage a race on on days you could clear you could clearly see he wasn't at his best that late in his career, but he would will his way to the front, and he would get the race, uh, manage the race so well, and and win on that last lap, and I seen him do that a, a few times. I got the pleasure of getting to know Angel all these last years, uh, doing some classic and and vintage events. And so it was a real privilege to get to know the man away from the racetrack. He was an inspiration, like I said, for so many young riders, the way he was able to to win races on the track, but more importantly, the way he handled himself off the track. So he's certainly going to be missed by motorcycle fans all over the world. So rest in peace, Angel. Now let's talk about the races this weekend after the long summer break well, it was only four weeks i'm sure for some riders it seemed very short for some it seemed like it lasted forever but it was going to be interesting to see uh, who was going to come out of the gate firing certainly if mark marquez could maintain that momentum that he had built up specifically over the last three races because if you look at before the summer break in those last three events he was behind over 30 points 37 points uh, but he was able to make that up with some mistakes by some of the other riders, some struggles by, of course, the championship leader, Mavic Vernales, and ab- actually be able to lead the championship going into the summer break. Now, him and his teammate, along with Cal Crutchlow, they did a two-day, a two-day test at Brno over that summer break, and it may have been one of the smartest things they, they've ever done. Now, the racetrack at Brno is not a track that seemed to suit Mark Marquez and Honda, of these last few years. And let's talk about maybe a couple of reasons why. I remember the first time I went to Bernal. It was the first year that they were having a Grand Prix there. The track had just been built. This was 1987. And one of the first things that I uh, liked about the racetrack was the fact that it was a big circuit, high speed corners, not a, not a track where you, you could be very aggressive on the bike, but it was more of a finesse circuit. And it was certainly a track you spend a lot of time on the edge of the tire, it requires the motorcycle to have the ability to be able to change direction with those big S's and be able to do it at a, at a pretty high speed as you're accelerating. So it requires the bike to to be able to have those characteristics. The other thing is because you spend a lot of time on the edge of the tire there, throttle control and finesse. And that certainly was critical back in, in my day on the 500 Grand Prix bikes where you didn't have the electronics, but it still is even today. Uh, uh, certainly a requirement for the rider to be able to have good finesse even though with electronics you can make some adjustments there but it was going to be a track that maybe the Honda was going to struggle on and so I know that probably the Yamaha guys were certainly looking forward to getting to Berno because they've won there the Yamaha has certainly won there the last couple of years Now Danny Petrosa did win there in 14 on, on the Honda and um, and Cal Crutchula won there on the Honda last year in mixed conditions. But in normal conditions, in normal dry conditions, uh, it seems like maybe it was a good track for the MO. You would think maybe it would be a good power uh, track for the Ducati with the horsepower. And this year with the Ducati seeming to have some of their handling issues more in the controls. DVO has shown that it maybe it's going to be a strong track for them. But you can never guess what the weather's going to do. And that was certainly the case this weekend with the rain on Friday. And then, of course, the track was going was dry for qualifying. Um, and it, but it looked like it was maybe going to rain on Sunday as, as it did. But let's talk about qualifying. The two Hondas were up front and Valentino Rossi was, was the rider that got in between them. Valentino showing that he still has the speed to be able to get that job done and so it was great to see that. But the rider who we keep an eye on was, of course, Maverick Vinales to see if he could maybe break the streak of kind of some subpar races that he's had since he had that last win in May, way back in May at the French Grand Prix. He talked about that he was uh, certainly knows that he was struggling with that. He wanted to come back strong, start in the second half of the season, and maybe there were still some issues for him deciding... Uh, on on which chassis he want to use the 2017 or or the 2016 cuz he's supposed to have both bikes uh both his bikes one with the older chassis one with the new chassis now valentino rossi has been focusing on that 2017 chassis and getting the bike set up for for that uh just for that 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 bike or that chassis and I think that's probably been good for him because you can just focus on that. If that's the one that yam on, that's the direction they want to go with those characteristics of the 2017 chassis. You really need to maybe put your focus on that instead of trying to, um, you know, split the difference 50% on one bike, 50% on the other. Anyway. That was, I think, part of the thing that I, I was concerned of and see if Maverick could work through is getting that focus back like he had when he won the race, those first three races, when his confidence was definitely up. At the start of the Grand Prix, the start of the race on Sunday, the only rider that chose not to have a medium rear uh, rain tire was Marc Marquez. Let's talk about the mindset a little bit of, of from the rider's perspective of starting a race in conditions where it's not all wet or it's not all dry. As we saw, the track was drying. You could see it in the, on the warm-up, siding warm-up laps before the start of the race. And so what is the rider thinking about there? there one is, is, is you wanna get a good start uh, because the track's not completely dry and you got that drying line. That actually narrows up where the amount of racetrack that the riders will be using. And so you want to get a good start if possible. And I certainly, that Mark was thinking that. The, the soft rear tire, there was a lot of speculation about why would Mark choose that. Well, I think part of the problem is is, is just the fact of probably getting enough heat in the tire. Uh, and, and maybe a little bit of foreshadowing. Thinking about, well, you know, getting a good start with that soft rear tire. Maybe you could get up front and then come in the pits. They're, you know, thinking ahead a little bit that it looks like because you can see some of the blue sky. They, we know that they had a second bike already set up with slicks. He was already prepared. Some of the other teams, as we saw in beginning of the race and when some of the riders were coming in, they weren't so prepared. The Honda team was. And so they they really chose that correctly. But I think maybe that was part of some of their thinking. I I didn't think after that first lap that if Mark knew how slow he was going to be and how difficult it was going to be from the very beginning, he probably would have chosen to have that rear medium rain tire on. Because after the second lap, he was so far back in the field, he didn't have a choice but to come in. And that choice was the right one to come in early and to get on his bike with slicks. There was less riders to fool with, if you think about it, in and out of the pits. And, and he was able to get back on the track. The next lap, m- most of the front runners came in the lap after that they did. So in many ways, when he got back on the track, he had a pretty clear racetrack. And and he was. In, and we saw that third lap when he took the lead, he already had 19 second advantage. So he got in and out of the, out of the pits uh, smoothly and was able to make that right choice, even though it looked like at the start of the race by putting that soft rear uh, rain tire on, it certainly wasn't gonna be the choice, the right one, but it worked out for him. Maverick Granales talked about after the race that he actually, choosing the 217 chassis as for his focus buddy, he actually went to a setup that was more closer to what Valentino was running, and that was a smart move. So maybe part of his thinking is, is, you know, after he won those three races, he's struggling is, hey, listen, I'm, I'm just going to focus on, you know, what I need to do. I think we're going in the right way. And I think maybe his team and him realized they weren't. They opened up a little bit like maybe we don't have the right um, mindset here, going in the right direction. And so they chose what Valentino was running. He was able to finish in third position. I think that's going to benefit him going into this weekend. Is getting some of his confidence back and he made that right choice. Danny Petrosa, another good ride for him uh, up front, got in second position. He's just right there every weekend. And that one hundred and fifty podium, uh, 150th podium, it shows. Even though he's never won the MotoGP World Championship, and he's obviously been world champion in, in the smaller classes, 250 and stuff. So he's, But he's certainly a great rider. You can't take anything away from him uh, and shouldn't. So congratulations to him. So that is the race for this weekend. We had Mark Marquez, who's certainly uh, shown uh, that he's maintaining that momentum and now he's got a 14-point advantage over Maverick Vinales. Valentino Rossi was right there. Danny Petrosa was right there. Another good ride for Cal Crutchlow on the Honda. So it's going to be interesting going to this weekend if those guys would be up front or if we saw last year at the track in Austria, the Ducatis were able to dominate. Jorge Lorenzo, I believe, is going to be strong this weekend, and if he's going to win the first time on a Ducati this year, or have a chance, I think, to win any race, unless the conditions are otherwise. It might be this weekend in Austria. I'm looking forward to this weekend. I hope you are too.